0: News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kemp. The headlines. The SDR government says Taiwan rejects the visas of two of its officials. Guangdong authorities say Hong Kong and Macau residents applying for jobs at public institutions in the Greater Bay Area must uphold Communist Party leadership. And a microbiologist has proposed making it mandatory for people to wear face masks outdoors. The government says Taiwan rejected the visas of two of its officials after Taipei criticised the new national security law imposed on the SAR. Vicky Wong reports.
1: According to a Reuters news agency report, the Constitutional and Mainland Affairs Bureau says the two Hong Kong Economic Trade and Cultural Office staff returned home after their residence permits for Taiwan were rejected. It didn't specify if the applications were new or existing ones. Taiwan's China Policy Mainland Affairs Council declined to confirm the rejections, but said Taiwan needed to react accordingly to defend the nation's dignity, following unreasonable limitations set by the Hong Kong authorities. The acting chief of Taiwan's de facto consulate in Hong Kong returned to Taiwan last week after refusing to sign a document supporting Beijing's claim on the island under its One China policy. A senior Taiwan official has told Reuters that Taiwan officials in Hong Kong have been told their visas won't be renewed unless they sign the document.
0: Guangdong authorities say Hong Kong and Macau residents applying for jobs at public institutions in the Great Bay Area must uphold Chinese Communist Party leadership. Jimmy Choi reports. The new rules
2: issued by Guangdong's Human Resources and Social Security Department say eligible SAR residents can apply for the jobs in nine mainland cities, including Guangdong and Shenzhen, through open recruitment. The institutions provide services such as education, research, social welfare, television and broadcasting. Only those residents with no overseas right of abode can apply. They must also uphold Chinese Communist Party leadership, the socialist system and the country's unity, safety, honor and interests. The rules say those hired will be offered endowment and medical insurance and other benefits.
0: A microbiologist has proposed the government make it mandatory for people to wear face masks outdoors. The Executive Council is believed to be holding a special meeting to discuss the mask requirement for all indoor public places. Ho-Pak Leung from the University of Hong Kong also urged the authorities to extend its ban on dining in after 6pm to cover the daytime. He says draconian measures are necessary to prevent a collapse in the healthcare system because of the pandemic. He said although the number of local cases fell slightly in the past couple of days, it would take around five more days to see whether current social distancing measures were effective. The Immigration Department says it believes detainees on a hunger strike at Castle Peak Bay Immigration Centre have been consuming other food. Concerned groups say they're protesting over what they see as their indefinite detention. Richard Pine reports.
2: The CIC detainees rights concern group said 15 detainees were taking their hunger strike into a fourth week and at least one had stopped drinking. The group said they reported dizziness, muscle aches and fatigue. But the immigration department says it's been monitoring their health and none reported being sick. It said glucose levels were normal and they were generally emotionally stable. It said staff provided counselling and met the detainees to explain the progress of their cases. It said most had criminal records involving serious or violent offences, including blackmail, wounding and drug trafficking, and were subject to deportation. But all had raised objections by lodging non-refoulement claims. Even though these claims were rejected by the department and an independent tribunal, the detainees remained in Hong Kong because they were seeking judicial reviews.
0: Police say they've arrested a 42-year-old man in Wong Tai Sing in connection with a series of damaged windows in the area. Investigators believe the suspect was responsible for 12 cases of criminal damage in Chukyu North Estate and another nearby state. They say the windows of flats and fire exits were indented and the damage was believed to have been caused by air guns Four air guns were seized from the flat where the suspect was arrested. Students have received the results of the Diploma of Secondary Education exams electronically, with the seven top scorers coming from the traditional top schools. So own reports.
2: The seven students worth perfect grades consisted of four males and three females who attended the traditional top schools, including St. Paul's Coeducational College, Diocesan Girls School, LaSalle College, Wayan College and Queens College. Results were released online due to the coronavirus pandemic. The Secretary General of the Examinations and Assessment Authority, So Kwok Seng, said students were able to access their results through emails or school intranet from 9am. Two students who spoke to RTHK said the process was straightforward but claimed their grades were affected by the cancellation of Chinese and English oral exams due to the pandemic.
0: Police have denied firing pepper balls at a man at close range last night in Yunlong during a dispersal operation when people were marking the first anniversary of a gang attack on bystanders at the town's MTR station. In a Facebook post, police disputed the claim, they say, it came from a person who plans to run for LegCo that officers fired just inches away from a man's head in Yao San Street. Police said officers were aiming at a pavilion some 10 metres away to disperse people who were chanting slogans. Police expressed outrage at the claim, saying it incited hatred. The only candidate for vice-chancellor of Baptist University says he'll do his best to preserve academic and speech freedoms. The Polytechnic University's current deputy president and provost, Alexander Y met the Baptist University's teaching staff and students in an online meeting. When asked for his take on the national security law, he said it would depend on how the government and the courts enforce or interpret the broad sweeping law. Executive Councillor Ronnie Tong has suggested the government allow separate groups of voters to cast ballots in the September Legico elections told an RTHK programme this could help reduce crowds at ballot stations and reduce the health risks amid the coronavirus outbreak. He said this should also address demands from the pro-government camp who want priority voting for the elderly. He said a proposal for DAB heavyweight Tam Yu Chung to delay the polls could lead to legal challenges and create political harm. The US Secretary of State Mike Pompeo on a visit to London says Washington wants to build a coalition of like-minded allies to counter what he called the threat from China. Such an alliance, Mr Pompeo said, should persuade Beijing to stop aggressive behavior, including making illegal maritime claims and covering up the coronavirus outbreak.
2: We want every nation to work together to push back against the Chinese Communist Party's uh, efforts in every dimension that I described to you today, that it certainly includes the United Kingdom, includes every country we we hope we can um, build out a coalition that understands this threat and will work collectively to convince the chinese communist party it's not in their best interest to engage in this kind of behavior
0: the united states has accused china of involvement in attempts to hack companies working on coronavirus vaccines and treatments, as well as targeting human rights activists in the us china and hong kong Two former engineering students have been indicted in connection with the case. They're said to have worked both for personal profit and one for Beijing spy agencies. John Charles Demers is the Assistant Attorney General of the Department of Justice's National Security Division in the US.
2: This case highlights the efforts being taken by the FBI and our partners to counter the threat posed by China to the economic and national security of the United States. It also demonstrates the FBI's commitment to protect our nation and sends a message that, as Director Ray mentioned just two weeks ago, when China violates our criminal laws and international norms, we're not going to tolerate it.
0: In his first coronavirus briefing for weeks, President Trump says the outbreak is likely to get worse before it gets better. He urged people to use masks when unable to socially distance, something he's been reluctant to endorse in the past.
1: We're asking Americans to use masks, socially distance and employ vigorous hygiene, wash your hands every chance you get while sheltering high-risk populations. We are imploring young Americans to avoid packed bars and other crowded indoor gatherings, be safe and be smart.
0: He also defended the administration's handling of the disease. Mr. Trump said the mortality rate in the United States had continued to decline. Tuesday's national figure for deaths has surpassed 1,000 for the first time in nearly 50 days. President Trump says he wishes Ghislaine Maxwell well as she awaits trial in the United States. She's been charged with facilitating the abuse of underage girls for the former banker and sex offender Jeffrey Epstein. Mr Trump was speaking at the end of his coronavirus news conference. Here's the BBC's Peter Bowes. It was an unusual response to a question about Ghislaine Maxwell. uh, A reporter in the press room referred to the fact that uh, she was in prison. She obviously she's due to go on trial. And uh, the question was to the president, uh, uh, do you think that she is going to turn in powerful men? Well, he didn't answer that question. He said he didn't know much about it, but he did say that he wished her well. Acting Secretary of the U.S. Homeland Security Department, Chad Wolf, has defended the actions of federal law enforcement officers who've been protecting government buildings against demonstrators in the city of Portland, Oregon. Mr. Wolf denied claims that the security officers had no identification and insisted they were wearing police insignia. These police officers are not stormtroopers. They are not the Gestapo as some have described them. That description is offensive, it's hyperbolic, and it's dishonest. And every law enforcement officer and every reasonable American knows this. Officials in Afghanistan say a teenage girl shot dead two Taliban fighters who had raided her home and killed her parents. 16-year-old Kamar Ghul watched as her father was targeted because of his support for the government. Her mother tried to stop them and was killed by the insurgents along with her husband. Ms. Ghul then took the family's gun and shot dead the two militants. Cathy Pacific says it has reached an agreement with Airbus to delay the delivery of new aircraft and it's also in advance talks with Boeing about deferring its orders. In a filing to the Hong Kong Stock Exchange, the airline said the deferral was expected to produce cash savings in the short to medium term. It also said it had reduced its monthly cash burn to about $1.5 billion from $3 billion while maintaining a skeleton flying schedule. Cathay had expected deliveries of 44 Airbus planes and 21 Boeing aircraft by 2024. According to information released to investors late last year, short time ago the Hang Seng Index was at twenty five thousand five hundred thirty four. That's one hundred and one points down on the previous close. Turnover stands at seventy three billion dollars. Currencies: U.S. dollars trading at one hundred six point eight four yen. The euro stands at one U.S. dollar and fifteen cents, and the pound is worth nine Hong Kong dollars and eighty five cents. Sport now, and here's Adam Cheng. We start in the English Premier League and a huge win for
2: Aston Villa. They've moved out of the relegation zone and above Watford on goal difference. Villa beat Arsenal 1-0 after Manchester City had hammered Watford 4-0. The BBC's Connor McNamara reports from Villa Park.
1: Well, the celebrations at Villa Park. This has been a very important day for this club in the Premier League and their hopes of staying in it for next season. They started the evening in the relegation zone. They were helped out by Manchester City who not just beat Watford, but beat them comprehensively by four goals to nil. And that meant that Villa could make up not just the point differential, but to overtake Watford and goal difference as well going into the last day. They have done that magical, from Trezeguet and at times this season it has felt like Villa would need something magical to stay up he produced a wonderful goal midway through the first half and now they've pretty much got this in their own hands Villa going into the final day should they win and as long as Watford weren't to win by a bigger margin in the other game then Aston Villa will be assured of their Premier League status
2: Villa have picked up seven of their last nine available points. Here's their boss, Dean Smith.
0: Obviously a great performance, but an even better result because the result is what we needed. Against a good team, we were just off the back of beating you know, two of the best teams in Europe. So we knew we had to show a lot of courage, a lot of heart and, and work rate. And I, I thought it was a real team performance today.
2: Defeat for Arsenal means the only way they can qualify for European football next season is by winning the FA Cup. As for Watford, their under-23 coach Hayden Mullins was in charge of their 4-0 defeat to Manchester City after manager Nigel Pearson was sacked earlier this week. Mullins admits his team were outclassed by City.
0: Yeah, it was a a tough game. We knew it was going to be tough. They're a great side. It's a a fantastic side with a fantastic manager. Uh, We knew that. Um, Coming off the back of the result they had recently against Arsenal, we knew that they were going to be... um, owing their manager a a bit of a performance, as as it were. So, you know, we knew it was going to be a tough day. Um, We tried to set up as best as we could to uh, combat that. And, um, you know, we have to believe. And and like I said, we've got some big characters in the dressing room and hopefully we'll be ready for the next game next week.
2: In Italy, Atalanta have taken their season goals tally to 95, the highest by any team in a Serie A season in more than 60 years. They beat Bologna 1-0 to go second in the table. Atalanta now unbeaten in 15 league games. AC Milan are up to fifth after a 2-1 win over Sassuolo. Zlatan
0: Ibrahimović scored both goals for Milan. And that's your look at sports. To end the news, the top stories once again. The SCL government says Taiwan rejects the visas of two of its officials. Guangdong authorities say Hong Kong and Macau residents applying for jobs at public institutions in the Greater Bay Area must uphold Communist Party leadership. And a microbiologist has proposed making it mandatory for people to wear face masks outdoors. The news from RTHK.
1: growing up in the heartland jackie gonna be a football star diane's debutante top backseat of oh, jackie's car sucking on chili dog out. outside taste free Diane sitting on Jackie's lap, got his hands between the knees. Jackie said, hey, Diane, let's run off behind the shade of trees. Dribble off those Bobby Brooks, let me do what I please. Say, oh, yeah, life goes on. Long after the thrill of living is gone, say, Of living is gone, the walk on Checks his back, flexes, cross for the moment Scratches his head and does his best Jameson well then there Diane got around the city. Diane says, baby, you ain't missing nothing. Jack say Oh yeah, life goes on. Long after the thrill of living is gone. Oh yeah, let's life goes on. Long after the thrill of living is gone. Living is gone. Oh, yeah, they the life goes on. Long after the day of living is gone. A little ditty about Jack and Diane. Two American kids doing best they can. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to the 123 Show this Wednesday afternoon. I'm Karen Coe, joining you from now through till 3 o'clock this afternoon, and we have a great show for you. First of all, a big thanks to Phil Whelan for this morning's Morning Brew. And today, after 1.30, we're going to talk to Sonali Figueres, the founder of health and sustainability
2: platform Green Queen, about delivery waste, as a lot of us are